Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Life Isn't Linear podcast. Life isn't linear and neither is the journey, but the goal is to keep making progress. This is Josh. In today's episode, I will be discussing what is a pain in the ass, literally, and that's sciatica. This is something I've been dealing with, and at first it was very frustrating. I've had it off and on again over the years and in the course of my life, And it's a byproduct of a life that involves sports, working out, sitting all day at a desk. And it contains a lack of flexibility. But this go-around, something was different. It was significantly worse. I couldn't shake it. Nothing I did on my own helped. And then slowly, all areas of my life began to have challenges. Driving became increasingly difficult, as I couldn't get in a car without 20 to 30 minutes without my leg burning, go all the way to my heels. Sitting at a desk at work became very uncomfortable and distracting. Then I would lift my standing desk, but I would eventually find out I got tired of standing too, and then that would cause an issues. Then it was back to sitting. It's been a pretty vicious cycle. I did finally cave back in December and went to a chiropractor. The doctor did provide me some great tips and things I can do and some alignment. Seeing how my spine has changed over the years was an enlightening experience. And getting aligned seemed to provide some benefits as well. But it is short-lived after I left, and it required more of me. But today I want to share with you what that is, how it affects us, and what we can all be doing about it if we are experiencing sciatica. The first question you might ask is, what is sciatica? Well, the sciatic nerve is the largest and longest nerve in the human body. It originates from the lower spine and runs through the buttocks, down the back of the thigh, and all the way to your foot. The sciatic nerve is responsible for providing the sensation and movement to the legs and feet. So, it's an important nerve. But it's one area of the human anatomy that I sometimes question God's wisdom and plan. It seems very impractical, the placement of such a nerve for such critical functions. It runs through too many areas that become tight, herniated, or compressed. And eventually, Father Time catches up to all of us, as we will experience one or three or more symptoms. Sciatica is a condition that occurs when the sciatic nerve is compressed, irritated, or inflamed. This can cause pain, numbness, tingling, and weakness in the lower back, buttocks, legs, and feet. The pain associated with sciatica is often described as sharp, shooting, or burning that radiates down the leg, and I can attest to that. Sciatica can be caused by varying factors, like I was saying herniated disc, spinal stenosis, degenerative disc disease, piriformis disease, or piriformis syndrome, and this is an area where the piriformis muscle becomes too big and it pinches the sciatic nerves, and this is very common in athletes. And the sad thing is, is in rare cases, it can get so bad that you can lose feeling in your legs, or worse, you can lose control of your bodily functions. I did a little digging on the internet, and according to spinehealth.com, This condition is very common and can affect up to 10 to 40% of the population. And the most common ages, according to John Hopkins, are the ages between 30 and 50. Risk factors will vary, but here are the most common ones, according to the Cleveland Clinic. You've had a previous injury, particularly in the lower back. Just normal life, normal wear and tear, getting older, being overweight, lack of a strong core, have an active job, or a lack of an active job, you lack proper posture, 
diabetes, osteoarthritis, and inactive lifestyle, and smoking. And I will agree with what the experts are saying. Sitting is the new smoking. It leads to so many imbalances, posture issues, and inflexibility. Imagine when you sit, your muscles are shortened all day. But standing isn't the answer either. It can become exhausting for a while, after a while, and to stand straight up with per- perfect posture takes an enormous amount of effort. I'm really coming to this conclusion, and this isn't something that's prophetic, but it's about being mobile. We have to get people to move and to move more. As for most age groups, flexibility was always talked about when I was a kid. It was preached. Trainers and coaches, though, put little emphasis on actually doing it. It was instituted very poorly. There was such an always an emphasis on getting bigger, stronger, or faster. The concepts of true and balanced fitness weren't explained. How muscles work, how flexibility not only prevents muscle pulls or strains, but it also keeps up our range of motion, which is so critical for our joints and overall strength. Remember, the body is only as strong as its weakest link. There is a synergy the body has when all components are in line. The body will adapt to keep going at all costs. As prime movers become inactive, stabilizing muscles will take over over time. And over time, joints may have to compensate more than they are designated to. At least that's what happened to me. But alas, there is hope. Many times the damage can be reversed, but it's not easy. Just think about this for a second. It can take decades of slowly being tightened before it becomes too much. It won't be fixed overnight. It will take dedication and overall persistence. But like all things, if it's important to you, you'll find a way to make that happen. And that's what happened with me. My sciatica became all-encompassing. It started to affect all aspects of my life to the point that movement wasn't fun. It took months to make the correction. And I feel that progress is being made. And life is starting to get back to normal. It's happening slowly. Now that it is, I can wait to see how much more flexible I can get. It's actually turned into a challenge of my, towards myself as I've seen the benefits of becoming more limber. They say that as we age, we just aren't the same. We lose strength, we get fatter, etc. I'm here to profess that that is nonsense to some degree. You can have the feeling you want and the health you want. You just have to go out and grab it and put in the effort. You have to have that desire to improve. You have to have that desire to progress. One of my favorite quotes is from P.T. Barnum, and it is, Comfort is the enemy of progress. Just think about that. To progress, you're going to have to get uncomfortable in life. All right. So that being said, I'm going to present my routine. I will do the best to post this protocol, but you may have to look up some of these uh, poses and things like that on the internet. So here's my routine. I start with child's pose. I hold it for about three to five minutes. This is a yoga move. Allow your lower back to stretch out. The part of this too is preparing your mind for the task at hand. This pose will really stretch out your lower back. Sink into it. Allow your body to be loosened. Once that's completed, go into downward facing dog. Hold it for 30 seconds to one minute. Bend your knees if you have to if your calves are too tight. Then I go into hip rotation on all fours. 10 to 15 forwards, then backwards, switching legs. 
Swing the legs forward, then backwards. Put an emphasis on large swings to loosen up the hip. Then I go into an inner thigh stretch or a frog stretch. You can use one of them. Three phases, hold these for about two minutes apiece. Then I go into a piriformis figure four stretch. I hold each side for 30 seconds. I like to grab the front of my shin, not the back of my hamstring. I feel that the pull is more intense. And I have found that the side that was hurting the most, my left side, was not the side that needed the most stretching. It was my right side. As soon as I've completed that, I do a lying hip flexor stretch for 30 seconds. You're laying on the ground like a cross, swing your leg over at a 90 degree angle. After I've completed the hip flexor, I go into sciatica flossing. That's 15 reps on the same leg. Then I do this routine on the other leg. I repeat each side twice. Once that is completed, I go into a runner stretch to straighten my interior hip flexor, or an alternative is a couch stretch. After I completed these, then I switch to myofascial release using a foam roller. I take the foam roller and I do 10 reps on my IT band. Then I do 10 reps on my inner thigh, going down to the groin to where the hamstring and the, hamstring and the glute meet. I do this on each side. Then at times I will go into a hamstring or hurdle stretch and hold for 30 seconds on each side. Now, this is where things got interesting, and this is where I found the most impressive and part of it I didn't expect, is I started doing the front splits, and this was part of a 60-day split challenge, and I have posted the YouTube video of the lady that presented this, and I have been following it. I'll do the front splits, start with the stiffest leg first, which is my left, and I hold it for 30 seconds, a second set for 45 seconds, then a final set for a minute. See the YouTube video. This has been extremely helpful as it has hit areas I did not think were possible. And although painful, it has helped my posture tremendously, not to mention my flexibility in the hips. Then I follow that off with calf stretching. I used to prefer to use a calf stretching, I do use, prefer to use a calf stretching board. You can purchase these on Amazon or any uh, physical fitness type store, but this you can position these platforms to vary at angles as you become more flexible. Then another key component is your abdominals and your lower back. I do two sets of ab planks for about 50 seconds to a minute hold. Then I follow that up with two sets of hip thrusters. And that's it. I'm done. I do this every other day. On my off days, I will only do the foam rolling component. When using the foam roller, put an emphasis on the lower and middle back and glutes. I roll out the muscles and I focus on kneading the areas that are the most sore. Now, this is the routine that I've been doing every other day. And I can now sit again and I'm extremely happy with that. I won't lie. After a few weeks, I was very frustrated as it seemed nothing was happening. But I realized that these fixes just take time. Just think about it. It took almost two decades for me to get to this point. And these actions will not correct themselves overnight. In all honesty, it will take a person months to get to a good spot. My wife has consistently reminded me during this process to be patient. She's provided some great insight and advice and overall support. In the past, my stretching did provide a quick fix. But this wasn't good. Because the minute things felt better, I gave up on it. I didn't appreciate what it took to correct my issues. 
I am fully appreciative of it now, and I won't ever take flexibility for granted again. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm much further along than I thought. One thing I've become really aware of is my posture. And I am not a medical doctor or a physical therapist, but I used to be a personal trainer and I've studied the human anatomy extensively. And because of that, the sciatic nerve will always remain a mystery to me. It is a real head scratcher. Over time, this nerve will get pinched, either through a slipped disc or tight muscles. I read an article a while ago, and it always stuck with me, that said humans really only live about 38 years via DNA dating. That is how our DNA is wired for us. Meaning, without modern medicine, interventions, or sound nutrition paired with healthy lifestyle, we will live till we're about 38 years old, give or take a few years. Thank God for technology, nutrition, and modern medicine. We always hear about how more of everything is wrong with our health. More heart attacks, more heart disease, more Alzheimer's, more cancers. The truth is, on an evolutionary basis, we weren't supposed to live as long as we do. So many of these ailments happen later in life. Because as a species, we haven't evolved much in 100,000 years. Our DNA is so similar to our ancestors of that time. Meaning, if a majority of sciatica issues happen around our later 30s or 40s, this shows us we probably aren't designed to sit and be sedentary, or we weren't meant to live long enough to experience these problems. And also, our ancestors were much more mobile than they are, we are today. To fully maximize our lifespan, we do need to keep moving and we need to stay flexible because it seems that everything else will catch up. By doing this, we can live longer and live with more quality. When I was a trainer, I never ever promised that working out would allow you to live longer but I could always promise confidently that it would make your quality of life better. There's something about being physically fit that is both empowering physically and mentally. When you challenge yourself and push yourself physically, you're training the mind as well. It's fitting for this podcast as that is one of my thoughts. We have to keep moving. We have to keep making progress. It's important as we age. And let me say that again, it's important. As we get older, we need to spend the time stretching regularly probably more than we want, to st- we want to stay in the gym or even be mobile. Yoga practitioners are not wrong. Building pure, authentic strength and flexibility is critical. For me, the days of lifting to get big tend to become a thing of the past. It's more about building flexibility and authentic strength. The time and maintenance to keep the masses of muscle seems like a wasted proposition now. All the time in the gym and the food. I'm glad I built a solid foundation when I was younger. I see so many people chasing that now, and honestly, it's too late. I wish I could tell you my I wish I could tell my 20-something version many things. This would be one of them. The focus on your stretching and focus on your posture. Maintaining muscle mass is important, no doubt. It fuels your metabolism. You won't lose it if you use it, but use it in a more favorable manner that contemplates our ever-changing life. Remember, focus on that flexibility so that all the muscles work properly. Keep that synergy in the body. One thing I want to note on this episode, I am not providing any medical advice or insisting that you perform any of these movements that I have shared. This is just my opinion and what has worked for me. If you have enjoyed this episode, though, please give it a like button, preferably five stars. It does help the channel. And you're always free to email me at lifeisn'tlinearpodcast at gmail.com. As always, be respectful and make good decisions.